Hey, Top Fans is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. Of course, it's Thursday night, so that means I got my good buddy and my co-host of the weekly review, Jackson. How are we doing this evening? Uh-oh, did we lose Jackson? Jackson's traveling, and there we go. Jackson, you there with me? Yes. There you off go, the, Off the best Western Wi-Fi, and uh, we're here live from Huntersville, North Carolina. Shout out to everyone. Shout out to all you North Carolinans out there. Your state is very beautiful. There, there you go. Michael Jordan will love you as you say that, and so will James Worthy, right? And the Durham Bulls, I guess, right? Yeah. So you're on your way down to go see the Braves play, right? Yep, the Saturday they play against the Astros. There you go. Please win that game. Please win that game. So, I mean, I'm not playing, so I can't make any promises. You're not suiting up for this one? I, no, I, thought you I, I tried to sign up. the one-day I tried to sign the one-day contract, but the Braves GM only hands out eight-year contracts. So There you go. You, they weren't offering you enough for the one day. They only wanted to give you a quarter million. You weren't going to do it unless it was a half a mil? One-day contract? Uh, there you go. There you go. All right. Um, let's get into it. What do you got for your first uh, first round? I mean, let's talk about a team who, who's kind of hanging around, th those Cleveland Guardians. Oh, good call. They're, they got, like, the lowest – one of the lowest payrolls in the league. Um, they got one of the youngest teams in the league. They have now nine prospects in the top 100 or something like that, and they're in first place. Yeah. How did that happen? Who saw that, who saw that coming? You know, they dismantled their whole team, and we're all sitting here going, man, they're going to suck this year. They're going to be mediocre again this year. No, they've, they've looked pretty good. They certainly look a lot more consistent than either the, the White Sox or the Twins. And I think it's a really good chance for them to show up to the postseason and kind of, you know, stretch their stuff. I think they're, they've are they gone with the Tampa Bay Rays philosophy of buy low, sell high. Yep. And I think if done correctly, you can put some really good teams out there. They can be just as good as some of the big money teams, you know, because you can have the one or two star power linchpin guys and then the rest, you know, you got – Tons of tons of arms, tons of good stuff, and tons exactly. of good young controllable core that plays together. They grow through the minor leagues together. They play together, so you have that chemistry. Well, what was interesting is I didn't realize this, but I interviewed a Cleveland Guardians fan earlier this week, and the podcast dropped, I think it was yesterday. I didn't realize they were in first place. And she's mentioned, she goes, yeah, they're in first place. And I'm like, come again? And I didn't realize it. I looked, and I'm like, oh, wow. How did that – I mean – Terry Francona is doing something over there. Something's in the water over there, right? So, love it. You got to love that, right? Yeah. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. All right. Um, you took one of mine, but that's okay. I got others. <laughs> uh, let's talk about, and this may shock you, let's talk about best records in the MLB. Okay. Now, this is going to shock you because forevermore, We've been talking about best records in the MLB, well, uh, Yankees, 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 right? Here you go. You ready? Best record in the MLB, Los Angeles Dodgers, followed by the New York Metropolitans, followed by the Houston Astros, followed by the New York Yankees, followed by the Atlanta Braves. And there's some space there between all of those, right? I think the Dodgers have a five-and-a-half game lead on the Mets, but um, – it's amazing. Everybody was talking about the Yankees, and the Yankees have single-handedly dismantled themselves over the last 
several weeks since the All-Star break. So no disrespect to the Yankee fans out there, but it, you know, I've seen this happen before and it, it's a big thing because that's home field advantage throughout the playoffs, right? And so if the Dodgers make the World Series or if the Mets make the World Series, currently as it sits, they'd have home field advantage in the World Series. Big deal. Big deal. So that's my number one. What you got for me for number two? I mean, just, just to piggyback off of that, you got to remember, though, the team with the best record doesn't always win in October. That's uh, very – listen, that's very true, but it's – since, since, since 1969, it's happened probably less than 15 times. Ladies and gentlemen, top fan stats guy Jackson Westfall thing. <laughs> I, I'm only bringing it up, Mr. Jackson, not because I want to brag that the Dodgers are the best record, but that you see the fall of the grace in the Bronx, right? Everybody's been yeah. talking about these guys in the Bronx all season long, but now they're number three – for best record and the team that's just across the way from them has the second best record in baseball. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think it's some of it is the pressure, you know, team, fans like to watch their team win in the regular season. Cause it's the most successful time you can go see your team go out there and play. But you know, it's, it's about the sustained postseason success in the end. Um, you know, kind of picking back off that it's like, what, what has happened to the Yankees? You know, it's kind of seems like their team identity all throughout the first half. I'll make that my number two. What has happened to the Yankees? Their team identity through the first half and then coming out of the all-star break was how good that pitching was, how good the back end of that bullpen was. And it just kind of seems when you watch the games, they just, they don't have it. They don't have the starting pitching depth after a couple of injuries. They don't have the bullpen management. Some of these guys seem kind of gassed, you know, Clay Holmes comes in to put out every single fire. Eventually, you know, he's going to get rocked a couple times. So just, as a general whole, it's like what has happened to the Yankees. It's, it's the same that happens to all teams. You know, that kind of fall from grace from that top record spot uh, mid and late in the season. It's, you know, poor roster construction. It's the, the, the great, the answer to the question is like, how good are they? And it's like, they're as good as they thought that, as they thought we were, or as we thought they were, excuse me. Wow. That was a hard quote. To, you know, <laughs> but um, Abba, 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 Abba. yeah, <laughs> me bumbling, stumbling, fumbling, but you know, and it just proves how hard it's going to be. And with all these wild card races, you know, we mentioned the AL Central. I think, you know, the NL East is tightly contested. The AL wild cards tightly contested. The NL wild cards, we talked about it last week, tightly contested. It comes up to the who has the next man up. Yeah. Because come postseason time, it's who's the postseason heroes. You know, for the Cardinals when they won the World Series against the Rangers, who was the postseason hero? Was it Albert Pujols? No. Yeah. It was Dave, it was David Freeze. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I'm going to piggyback on what you're saying for a second and add a caveat to it. Making the postseason, as you guys proved last season, and as a number of teams have proved, it doesn't matter what your record is in the, the uh, regular season. That's just to sell, uh, sell tickets, right? It matters. Uh, you could get hot in the postseason, and you know a team like the Orioles can limp into the postseason and win it all if they get hot at the right time. Yeah, I mean, you know. and, and baseball's a funny game, you know, where, you know, you get a couple of bounces to go your way. It, all of a sudden, it can equalize a, a very unequal playing field when it comes to talent. <laughs> Amen to that. And, I mean, come on, let's be honest here, right? Let's be 1,000% honest in this. Um, I mean, look at the, what was it, the 1995 uh, Mariners where they won 116 games. How'd that play out for them? 2001, yeah. 
2001, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, the Yankees won 114 or something like that in 98 or whatever and won the series. Okay. But that's not common. Right. And no. so, yeah, I like it. But I, I will, just so you guys know that I'm not trying to bash Bill for touting that the Dodgers had the best record. What the Dodgers have done over the past oh. month and a half, two months is very impressive. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not taking it that way. Trust me. If I were taking it that way, we would, I mean. I, I'm, you know, I'm trying not to take away from that is what I'm saying. There you go. I, uh, because I know that your wife's in the room, I mean, if we want to bash the Giants, I'm all for it. But, but we'll leave that <laughs> out for right now. No, I'm teasing. All right. Number two, I'm going to piggyback off what you said there in your thing. Okay. Again, the best division to watch right now, the NL East. The Mets have gone seven and three over their last 10. The Braves have gone eight and two. The Braves refuse to back down. And I, I'm not stealing your thunder, Jackson, because I, but the Braves have refused to back down and they are just going at it. And they're playing the Mets well. They still got to play Philly. Philly's not going anywhere, by the way. I mean, oh. Philly's, Philly's shown that they've got something going on. Um, and, and that division's fun to watch because it really is a three pony race there, even though you guys are what four and a half back to start tonight or four back or something like that to start tonight. And Philly is 10 back. Philly still has like six or seven games with the Mets. I mean, anything can turn around this part of the season. And so you got to highlight that division. You got to highlight. Now the Marlins are going to play spoiler in that division. The Washington nationals are they're going to play spoiler in that division. If you look past the Nationals, you look past the Marlins, you lose a two to three game, you know, series or whatever, that's going to hurt. But listen, Philly, Atlanta, Mets, all fun to watch right now. Yeah. I mean, living in the Philly area, you know, everyone's, they're just waiting for Bryce Harper to get back because they're playing this well without him. And I, I do agree. He makes that lineup better because he's way better than any, anyone else they're fielding in that lineup. Truth be told. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's true. It's true. So, so that's my number, my number two, Jackson. I, sorry, I stole your thunder about the Braves, but no, I'm looking at right. this all week long and I'm going, my gosh. And, and I hate to say it. So I, I don't want to sound cocky here. Okay. The Dodgers lost today. So we're 16 and a half up on, or 15 and a half up. I don't know what it is on, on the, the Padres with 45 left to play or whatever. Um, there's some exciting games coming up for the Dodgers, but I got to tell you, every morning I'm looking to see if the Phillies won, if the Braves won, if the Mets won, if the Orioles won, what's happening in that American uh, League wild card. It's fun for me to watch as a fan right now. So I had to mention. There you go. All right. What you got, number three? I mean, you know, I, I mentioned, a, I think it's like almost tradition. I mentioned a rookie every week. Yeah. So I'll throw Mets fans a bone this week and uh, welcome to the show, Brett Beattie. Uh, he hit a two-run home run last night in his first major league game. First swing, you know, top prospect. You know, it always feels good when your top prospect comes up to the plate and absolutely torches a hanging curveball over the over the right field wall. So congratulations to him. I mean, and then just just rolling with the young player news, Braves news. Um, you know, Michael Harris got signed to a massive extension already by the Braves, which is just absolutely unheard of. He's played what six, 60 games, seventy games. I I didn't see what his extension was. What was it? Uh, I believe it's eight years, 72 million with like okay. two options, something so like that. Totally worth it for the Braves and for him. Yeah. I, I really, I really like this kind of like, you know, if it, 
he doesn't work out for you, you can kind of cut and he, you don't really eat that much considering most teams will run a guy out until he runs out of arbitration. And if he's decent, you're probably going to end up paying him that much anyways. But you know, if Michael Harris turns into a, a superstar, if he plays at the level he's playing at right now, just defensively right. and he's in with the speed, he's worth it. And the, the bat he's been putting the plate discipline he's had uh, his I saw a stat. He's got like the highest OPS in the MLB on fastballs that are three feet or higher. And he's ahead of guys like Paul Goldschmidt, (laughs) Nolan Arenado, Pete Alonso. It's crazy. Well, and he covers so much ground in the outfield. When, when you guys were, when the Braves were playing the Dodgers and I was introduced to this kid, I'm like, who is this guy? And, and I, mm, you're not going to like this, but I will argue. Okay that if he stays on a consistent track, he might be better than Ronald Acuna. If he stays on a consistent track. I mean, as as a fan of the game, I don't think that's a bad thing or a, a, a bad take. Yeah, he Not. definitely has, the, has the, the skills to succeed, you know, and what people always worry about young players are injuries. And I think, you know, it's it's big for him growing up in the Atlanta area to play for his hometown team, kind of giving them the hometown discount or whatever. And I'm surprised we don't see teams do more of this, try to lock up their young stars on, you know, buy out their years of arbitration to get a couple of extra years out of them. I'm surprised Tampa Bay and Cleveland haven't tried that already with their their, their buy, buy low, sell high mentality, you know? Exactly. And it's, it's amazing. But it, uh, listen, that kid – is amazing and that's the kind of deals i like because you mentioned this and i said this on the uh the padres podcast that's going to drop um when you're looking at fernando tatis's last five years of that massive deal that he just got right so 2029 through 2034 so it'll be 30 through 35 he's owed 36.714 million per year so if fernando continues to not as the the management says not be loyal, right? I'm not putting words in, but not be loyal to them. It's really hard to move that contract. It's really hard to move that contract because people don't want to pay 36 million. Now, an eight-year, $82 million deal, reasonable. 10 million a year, you can move that contract. You, you can't move 36 million over, you know, every year for five years. Too much. Yeah. So, too much. Too much. So... Um, all right, so here's my number three, and you're going to love this. You ready? Let's talk about Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman. They both have 146 hits, and they're killing the ball, and they're having fun doing it, right? Um, both are hitting over 300. Uh, both are leading the MLB in hits. Um, and I still, for the love of everything decent and holy, I cannot figure out why they shift on Freddie Freeman. Every time I see it, I'm like, go ahead. Go ahead, boys. As a Braves fan, I've been laughing about it for the last seven years. and I, I even laugh, even though he's in the Dodgers, I laugh about it because the league should know by now. It, he, he's Mr. Left center field gap all day. He, he'll, he'll gladly just drive the ball to left center field gap, drive the ball through the left side of the infield. He doesn't care. I mean, don't, don't quote me on this one, but it might have been the first game in Milwaukee this series, this four-game series, where they shifted on him, and the shortstop was playing dead even with second base bag. And he just put a line drive right where the shortstop should have been <laughs> on a pitch that was inside. He inside outed it and went to, to the shortstop's position. And I'm thinking, oh, that's a ground out. 
And then I realized, oh, yeah, they shifted on him. All right. Thank you, boys. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I mean, they're fun to watch. They are fun to watch. It's fun to watch that when teams have dynamic duos like that, guys that tear up the league. It's fun to watch Turner Freeman. Uh, it's fun to watch Arenado and Goldschmidt. I think it's fun to watch the Braves this year. The, the fun duo for them has been uh, Austin Riley. And when Matt Olson's hot, it's fun to watch Matt Olson hit behind Austin Riley because that guy hits absolutely mammoth home runs. And right. I think that's a really important characteristic of, of championship teams. Not, and I'm not here. I'm not taking a shot at the Dodgers here. Dodgers fans, hear me out. It, it, it's great that you have two of the best hitters in the league, but, you know, come playoff time, it's what happens when teams, you know, pitch around those two and they try to face everyone else in the lineup. And it's the same dilemma every team faces, you know, come playoff time. How, how's your depth at the back end? I yeah. talked about it at the Yankees. That, that Dodgers lineup, you know, the first, the first four or five hitters look pretty good. The last four hitters, it's been kind of a revolving door. Come postseason time, you don't want that to be the case. Yeah. No, I then, listen, I'm not going to argue with you on that. Um, we're winning games when they – they're not high pressure situations, but you put us in a best of five or best of seven. Cody Bellinger can't strike out 14 times. Um, Max Muncy can't fly out to right field 14 times. Uh, Joey Votto can't hit every other six pitches a home run, and the other five—I mean, the other five at bats are are strikeouts. No, I agree with you. But what's interesting about this team is who do you want to face, right? So if you get past Mookie Betts, you got to face Trey Turner. If you get past yeah. Trey Turner, you got to face. Uh, Freddie Freeman, you get past that. Will Smith is killing the ball right now. Oh, yeah. Right? He, he's probably loving the, the three guys ahead of him that have a 400 on base percentage. Right. And and Gavin Lux, where did this guy come from? So if you get if you get past Will Smith, then you got to face Gavin Lux. And, you know, JT has the experience if he stays hot. But you're absolutely right. We, we uh-uh. I, I'm, yeah. I, and, and I'll, Grace, I'll, I'll admit the same I'll admit the same thing on the Braves. The Braves have two lineup spots, especially the DH spots, a really weak spot. And just coming late into the season, it's interesting to see what kind of moves teams make to try to cover holes like that. Yes. You know, who, who they're kicking the tires on. Yeah, exactly. Um, Braves fans, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. Um, have been celebrating that Marcelo Zuna has been out of the lineup the last four nights because he's been such a detriment to the team. And they've been calling it uh, hashtag no Zuna. Um, oh no, yeah, so oh, no. you know, it, it's just in that's not it, good, you don't like that, and it's like it's hard, it's hard to fathom as a fan, you know, as a fan, I kind of agree with it, you know, because you know, you, you watch enough of the games, you, you predict, you predict the, the outcomes of certain players right. in certain situations, kind of sitting there going, you know, he might hit a home run here and go, oh, this is a guaranteed strikeout, you know, and then you sit there and hang your head, and go, yeah, saw that one coming, but. You know, as the postseason races heat up, as the pressure comes on, it, it's time it's time to test the lineups. And it's really, really interesting to see how, you know, teams pull through. The Braves last year with their acquisitions, you know, got clicking at the same time. And so it'll be interesting to see what teams, what acquisitions they made. Who knows, maybe for the Dodgers, maybe Joey Gallo for the next 60 games will turn into the second coming of Babe Ruth. You never know. You don't. You don't. And solve, and that, solve all their problems at the bottom of the lineup. Listen, but, that's what's awesome about baseball. It is. <laughs> right. It's, That's what gets exciting about baseball. I, you know, I feel bad for guys like Osuda. I feel bad for guys like Gallo who have their own home teams rooting against them almost. But at the yeah. same time, 
baseball is a fickle sport, man. If you're lights out, you are lights out. If you're Aaron Judge, right now you're not paying for a meal in New York. You can go out wherever you want. You're not paying for a meal, right? But if you're Joey Gallo, they're going to try to slip some extra tax in that meal, right? Well, what's this? Well, this is a 40% strikeout rate, so it's an extra 15 bucks or whatever. So you, you feel bad for those guys, but baseball's a fickle sport like that. And so it is. It's the game, it's the game we love to hate. Well, and I'll give you an love example. To love. Exactly. I'll give you an example of a guy that's near and dear to your heart. Okay. When he was a brave, he couldn't do anything wrong. He goes anywhere in Atlanta and everybody wants to hug him. When he was a Philly, he couldn't do anything right at the end of his career. And he was getting his, uh, he probably getting his food spit in or something. You know who I'm talking about, right? Who am I talking about? Brave and the Philly. The, one of the biggest Hall of Fame snubs of all time. Uh, Dale Murphy? Yep. No. Yep, Dale Murphy. Yeah. He ended his career as a Philly. And he hit 190 in a Phillies jersey. And everybody in Philly thought they were getting the Dale Murphy of six years ago. And they didn't. And it got yucky. Right. And so it's just it's just crazy stupid the way that that stuff works out. Right. So it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Did we cover everything tonight, Jackson? I think we did. I, I think we got really, really spicy with our conversation, too. I think I want to hear your guys' opinions about on what we talked about tonight. Tell us who your favorite team is. Comment Listen. somewhere on Instagram. Send us a message on Instagram uh, at Top Fan Rivalry. And I'm at Top Fan Stats Guy. Send me a message. Tell me that my take is wrong. Tell me my take is bad. We'll, we'll have a discussion about it. But, you know, just, just let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. Tell us who your team is and, and tell us how you're feeling coming into the final, the final stretch here. Lots of final good baseball again this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I believe you, that we got some Phillies, Phillies Mets action up in Philadelphia. Uh, yep. Braves host the Astros. Yeah. Uh, who are the Dodgers playing this weekend, though? Huh, Miami. Miami? Hey, yeah. who knows? Spoiler alert. Spoilers, right? Yeah. So, um, all right, Mr. Jackson, thank you for doing this again. I know you're traveling. It was awesome that you did this tonight. Uh, appreciate it. And um, let's go. Uh, let's go. Top fan rivalry followers. Remember, if you're going to do anything merchandise or locker room access, do not do it on your own dime. Use the code. What Jackson? What code do we use? Use discount code Jackson. You'll get ten yep. percent off. There you go. Get everything. Don't, don't get pay, yourself ten percent off. Don't pay full price for things. We're handing this out like candy. Come on. We don't exactly. Want to and if you could see Jackson, if this were a YouTube thing, you'd see that he's wearing a top fan rivalry shirt right now. Which one did you get, by the way, Jackson? I got the one here. If you could see it on YouTube, it says get dirty. Get dirty. That's right. Woo! There we go. Awesome. All right, my friend. Well, I will talk to you later. Thanks for doing this. And uh, go, uh, go baseball. It's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah. Talk to you later. Talk to you later.